What's going on? It's episode four. Something in something in the water podcast. Okay, something in the water podcast episode four. I'm Desco Martin. This is Crackalack. Yep, and we're on our fourth episode. So yeah, shout out to all the sharks out there. Yep, shout in. out all the sharks. There's like three people listening, but <laughs> yeah, three big great white sharks out there. <laughs> but yeah, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, just tired a little bit. How about you? Tired too. It's yeah. Early morning. How late were you up last night? Um, about four. No oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Three. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, honestly, I, well, I watched the Jake Paul fight. Okay. Did you watch that? No. Who won? Jake Paul. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think that fight started till almost one in the morning or something, oh, wow, and then crazy. it was like thirty minutes long. And then I was just up another hour. Yeah. I was reading. Have you, have you read the 48 Laws of Power? Um, I have an audiobook version of that. Yeah, I haven't read the whole thing. Yet. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm on law number five. Okay. Yep. How do you feel about it? So far, so good. I, I know a lot of people, they recommended this book. or mm-hmm. A lot of like short form content with like, here's five books that'll change your life and stuff. Usually 48 Laws of Power is always in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I look up to 50 Cent a lot and I read one of his books and he preaches uh, Robert Greene. Uh, the 50 Law? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read that, and then he's got another one that's called, like, The Hustler Ambition or so, okay. something, but it's, it's like, yeah. a more recent book, but he likes Robert Greene a lot, and yeah. Robert Greene's the one that wrote that book. Yeah. So, I think it's, I like adding yeah. the stuff to, to my brain. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, uh, I look at our brain as, like, a computer, and then, you know, how you Let's say you had a brand new computer tomorrow. The first thing you're going to do is go in and download all like the fonts, mm-hmm. like cool fonts or plugins or all the software that you had to your computer. And so I look at like our brain as like a hard drive. Yeah. And every time I read a new book, it's like I'm downloading that information to my brain. No, for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, he has another book. I forgot what it's called. Robert Greene? Yeah. I think it's called um, The Art of Mastery or Mastermind, something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's a really good book. That, that's a good book. I like that one. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay, so what I what have I been doing? Oh, so usually, so during the day on the weekends is like time I spend with like family or friends and stuff like that. So yeah. like at night is my work time. If okay. That makes sense. So, I mean, usually when everyone's like down relaxing or like if I'm just by myself, I I start working. So like I had some work to do at home, just some homework, and then um, and then I usually do like vi- video editing when everyone's sleep or like okay. you know what I'm saying. Just because, like, I feel like it maximizes my own time of being able to hang out and then get getting work done. If that. Do you do you edit with headphones on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Earbuds or like headphones? no actual big headphones? Head, yeah wired headphones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm over here. I was listening to man, what man, man, man for real, man. What's that? Your song. Oh, what song is that? Man up, man. The, oh, man up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man up. That's my favorite vibe of yours. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because after that song, then it was like rap hip hop stuff. Yeah. Then I hit next, and it was more rap hip hop yeah. stuff. I like that too, but yeah. I love the vibe. Yeah. It, it's like a feel good summertime vibe. Yeah. Oh, man's heart. Man's heart. Yeah, man's heart. Yeah. yeah. I think I got a song called Man Up too. Though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I like that song a lot. I got to keep on working on some music. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was a t- topic that I had. This is not to go to dark. But how, do you think about death a lot? Uh, yeah. 
um, sometimes I feel like uh, I feel like death. Is... <laughs> man's heart. I said I like the vibe. It's so happy. It's feel good. Man's heart. I have to do think about yeah. that. Yeah, I think a lot though. I think that's what kind of drives me. If that makes sense, it's just kind of like um, I have like a lot of people who've passed away in my life that I feel like it sounds crazy, but I feel like you kind of. Like, if you're close to somebody, you kind of live for them in a sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, I remember one year it was during COVID. Um, me and my homie Wayne, we lived together. And, like, I've had, I had, like, eight to ten close people pass away um, that, like, I knew personally that were some, it, like, six family members were, you know, the ones that passed away as well. And then in his family, I believed it was, like, four or five people. Dang. And so it was, like, we would wake up either get a call about somebody passing away or get a call about somebody in the hospital and then go to a funeral like the next week. Or we would get up in the middle of the night of like someone at the hospital or like one time um, he had a family member's house burned down. So we had to go to that. And it was just a lot of like traumatizing stuff mm-hmm. where I feel like we developed in a way where we learned to like talk about our own feelings, but we learned to understand them where I realized like death is coming no matter what. Uh-huh. And um, like, it's up to you to to make time for yourself to be able to chase dreams, but it's up to you on, on if you're successful or not. And I kind of turned it into that like fuel because it's like, you know, I'm sure it's a lot of people that sacrifice some things for you, whether it's a family member or it's like a friend or something where you are where you're at now and people are proud of you, but it's like, you know, you can go way further. And mm-hmm. because those people did those things for you, it's almost like if you don't, do something for yourself that makes you successful, you're kind of like doing them a disservice as well. If that makes sense? Yeah. Like I think of like my grandma, my, you know, my mom, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, Conor McGregor said something about like your lack of commitment is disrespectful to the people that believe in you. Exactly. So that's kind of like a way of like yeah. your lack of ambition or what you're doing. You're alive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like your lack of what you're doing with your time on earth and being alive is uh like you're taking it for granted yeah it's all the people that did pass away and i i think uh you know my best friend who passed away Mm -hmm. so when he passed away i want to say i was 27 or maybe 26 26 or 27 Mm -hmm. and that was uh it 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 just makes you start thinking about like dang he he had a whole list Mm -hmm. of all this other stuff he wanted to Mm -hmm. do in his life and like he doesn't have that opportunity and so then I think about myself and it's like, what if I passed away today? And I have this huge to-do list of all mm-hmm. these things that I want to do. And um, I, yeah, I think it, it's like a driving factor mm-hmm. to like want to accomplish as much as I possibly can while I'm here. And I, I remember even with uh, like music videos, <clears throat> I think it was my, cause it was my second shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. And when I was back in the studio, and so, like, I was laying in bed and in a sling for, like, two months. And when I came back to the studio, I was watching music videos that I had did. And then something that I do a lot is I'll, uh, I'm my biggest critic. I, th- mm-hmm. I think with all of us, we're our own biggest critic. And so I was watching all of my music videos. And usually, I mean, I'm always kind of critiquing myself, always. But there'll be certain time frames where... I kind of go from like this and there might be a big jump. Mm-hmm. And usually a lot of those big jumps are when I'm like super 
I, don't, I, I might spend a, a week or it might be a few weeks or it might be a month really focusing on one specific area. And this spe the specific area that I was focused on was like my music videos. And so I was just watching my music videos over and over and over again and then going back and forth. So I watched like a Rick Ross industry video, then go to one of mine. And I would think about like, what do I hate about mine? And, and this was like m the best work that I've ever done mm -hmm. in my life. And I was going back and forth and I was so hypercritical on my videos that right when I came back, it shot up. And what I was doing to tie into like the death and thinking about that was um, I thought with certain artists that I had worked with, like, okay, I just realized that I improved and my next videos are going to be so good that I'm going to be embarrassed about this batch of videos. But what if I pass away today and these people that I've done these videos for what they would say is like, oh, Cracker, like he was this, that, and the other. And look, I have these five videos that I did with him. This is, he was great. Yeah. And I thought, no, I, I'm so much better now that if I did five new videos for you, they'd be so much better that we'd almost want to like make those unlisted private, or private. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then, yeah, I just got thinking about like, well, I have this gift with a camera, with videos, and I, I want to, share it with as many people as mm -hmm. I possibly can while I'm here. So that way, if I were to pass away, I don't want there to only be 500 music videos floating mm -hmm. around. I want there to be like 5,000 or 50,000. Yeah. Like, I know that that's not even no, probably yeah. possible. Honestly, but yeah, just have so much mm -hmm. work or um, even like you with music. If God forbid something happened to you tomorrow, you have this body of music so people can still hear your voice. Mm -hmm. and, and then your music is also your thoughts. Yeah. So we can hear you, if I was you, I, I would wish that I had like 10,000 songs yeah, floating around yeah. or the same thing with videos or even like podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. This is us talking and thinking and um, yeah, just wishing that there was like so much quantity, mm -hmm. like a volume. Yeah. Break real quick. I just want to make sure I'm recording. Yep, I'm recording. Um... Um, yeah, but no, uh, that's how I feel about, um, that's how I do feel about music, but that's how I also feel about, uh, like being a good person as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I think about that a lot. Like if I, if I passed away or if I, you know, you know, God forbid if something ever happened to me, um, what are people going to say about me? Uh -huh. Cause I feel like I've been around, you know, it's sad to say, but I've been around people who have passed away and then people are like man that guy was so mean or that guy was trash or you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's like damn he's dead you know what i'm saying yeah. but you know people don't care especially if how you were treating them was bad when you were alive it's like people don't have no remorse these days for you know death and so um i always just think about like i feel like that's why i always answer people's calls that's why i always try to help out because it's like it's not necessarily what i care about people saying about me but i know like there's a lot of people who are connected to me or people that are going to come after me. And if they can stand behind, like if they're building their own name or if they're linked to me in a way where they know, like I approve the person or because I'm such a good person, like maybe, you know, I might give the next person after me, like some leeway to like, Oh yeah. Like that's a connection. Like he was mm -hmm. a great guy. You know what I'm saying? So I think stuff like that. Yeah. My uh, uncle Mark Bozo. Yeah. A lot of people like locally mm -hmm. knew him and knew of him. And there was a lot of people at his funeral. And then when I was at his funeral, I was just thinking to myself, I want more people at my funeral. Yeah. And then when I tied a 
having a lot of people at your funeral, that mm. means having an impact on a lot of people's lives mm -hmm. to where they would take the time out of their day to make sure that they're there at your you know, yeah. funeral and stuff like that. And so I was, that's something that I always think yeah. about. It's like, yo, I want a lot of people at my funeral. Yeah, and it sounds crazy because, um, like, it sounds crazy when we think about it like that, but, like, I realize that as just, like, walking around everyday life because people, I'll, like, see people I haven't seen in a long time. And sometimes the last time I seen them is maybe some like the last time I did something with them or whatever. And so like, you know, I, for instance, I seen somebody like a couple months ago and they were like, you remember like you had they just mentioned like this act of kindness I did in a way for them. And um, and I didn't remember, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was just like, nah. And they were like, yeah, like, you know, right when I got out of jail. blah blah, And, and I was just like, I did that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it kind of made me happy, but it made me kind of sad because I forgot about it. But. It's just like, I know wherever people are thinking about me at, I know at least it's good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No matter what it is. So even when people talk about me, I've, I've realized like, I've had people talk about like, um, somebody will be like, oh yeah, that's my brother. And then somebody will be like, man, that's like my cousin. And then they'll be like, oh yeah. And then they'll come back to me like, oh, you heard the so-and-so or you ever seen so-and-so before? So it just feels good because people like think of me in that loving way, if that makes sense. I want, I'd rather be loved like by the time I pass away. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of people that aren't exactly aren't very good people or yeah. do nice things and um the next topic yeah. was how do you feel about so my wife right now she's got a issue as of yesterday mm -hmm. with uh appearing kind of like being so good or in a certain way mm -hmm. that it makes other people feel insecure about themselves. Like. Explain. Example. She, she's a very pretty, mm -hmm. you know, pretty yep. woman. And uh, she's, she's had just a lot of like random where girls don't like her. Mm -hmm. Because she feels like she's pretty. Well, it's like she she's very nice mm -hmm. and uh, she she's uh, she puts other people first. Yeah. So she's a great friend to have. But then she's kind of got a history of. Girls feel threatened. It's kind of like, let's say you're just the average. Even a guy Is like insecurity thing. Insecure. Yeah. Basically being so good at. One specific, it could be the way you look, it could be like tall, it could mm -hmm. be like muscles or something that you make other people feel insecure and they don't like you because you make their insecurities flare up. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like someone that was really insecure about being chunky, right? And then you go to the beach and then there's this person that's like the perfect body yeah. Yeah. and you naturally may want to not like them or be like, oh, oh their body's so perfect. I feel insecure about my, he's probably a dumb, he's mm -hmm. probably mean, he's probably yeah. a jerk, but then you talk to him, they're like, oh, and they're nice. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, she's, yeah, she's going with that. Like, she yeah. she had a, a colleague, whatever, say something about drinking, like, you, you, you're perfect, and you have this perfect life, and you're yeah. like Barbie, and blah, blah, and she, like those are some mean yeah. things to say and then why would someone say that and it's like okay because you're making their own insecurities yeah flare up and then we had this talk last night and it like pivoted because i was saying 
if you think about it like this, every time you post a picture, it's the perfect lighting, the perfect mm-hmm. filter, boom. It's like the flawless picture. And then you're only sharing the, the best highlights. Mm-hmm. Here's my, my toes in the beach. Here's me in the bath or mm-hmm. like, the, like the perfect, perfect everything is the only things that you're sharing. So it makes people feel like I don't have a perfect life like that. I don't, I just, I'm drawn to not yeah. like you. And then she made a good point. She was like, so am I supposed to not post that type of stuff? Or am I supposed to, like, it's, I can't help it that I'm pretty or mm. should I like dumb down my life to make it so I can fit in with more people? And uh, yeah, that was a good point. But it, it reminded me of like the music days mm. of it seemed like an artist would only drop like a project a year, a project a year, a project a year. And at the time I was doing like three to four projects a year. And I remember there was this rapper from Ann Arbor named PL and he had these, I don't remember like word for word the lyrics, but he said something about like, the industry wants you to only put out so much music or something and they're telling me I should shelf it. And then it tied into kind of like, dang, I, I wish I could, remember the song yeah. but it was something along the lines of like i'm supposed to dumb down my stuff just so i can fit in with the mm-hmm. norm like i don't want to do that yeah basically and so uh, that was something i was on my no mind about. no that's crazy though that you said that because um i kind of had a similar conversation with my girlfriend last night um we were just talking about just just like people friends and maybe even people in our past and stuff like that and, and she kind of told me like man like a lot of a lot of other females don't like me just because they don't like me. Like, and she was just making it like, in a sense of just saying like, sometimes there's people in this world that just don't like you because you're you. Yeah, exactly. It's and, like you didn't do a specific thing yeah, to anyone. Exactly. It's just for being you. Yep. Because I, you know, my I always try to problem solve. So she'll say something about somebody, and I'll be like, well, why don't they like you? And she's like, I literally do not know. Uh-huh. And she was like, we were friends, or you know, and I just think. I think realize like you know you do realize like it is an insecurity thing at the end of the day because let's say even if she wasn't posting that it's just like someone who keeps herself together or someone who is just naturally you know beautiful anything like that like I'm sure if somebody who is you know no disrespect but nobody somebody who's not or doesn't take care of themselves or maybe is just tired or Mm -hmm. you know too busy on and haven't really focused on themselves i'm sure they're going to look at that person and be like damn i wish i was them Mm -hmm. and then sometimes that becomes negative or positive and most of the time it's negative unfortunately so yes it's almost like when the people are like let's say you're a health nut Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh you're not gonna drink or come on a cheeseburger's not gonna kill you it's like they're trying to bring you down to their level so they can feel better about themselves when like you can just accept that Mm -hmm. you're there yeah and i don't know that yeah i don't think anybody should slow down though because that because or even just try to fit in because it's like eventually you'll find a group or a community of people that is your people if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um because i think if you're not like the whole point in life i mean for some people maybe it's not but the whole point in life that I see it is to succeed or to grow. And it's like, why would you, why would you try to relate to somebody who, first of all, in a way is being negative, And then second of all, you know, is not really growing in the sense if mm-hmm. their, if their mindset is just like, talk about you or be mad at you because you're, you are who you are. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we, we're just talking about kind of like what you said, your girl said, why don't people yeah. like me? Yeah. And then, I mean, it's even like family members mm -hmm. and stuff Yeah. where we talk about it. It's like, dang, my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, or yeah. cousins, or aunts, or uncles, or you know, close friends, or whatever. It's like, you know what? They've actually never shared anything I've ever done, I've mm -hmm. liked, or like, that's unbelievable if you really think about, like, I don't know, but it's good for your character developing yeah. because it, it's sort of fuel to the fire yeah. and it, uh, versus imagine if everything that you did and pursued, Everybody everyone just liked. loved yeah. and supported everything you did, you know, it, it would kind of make you a pussy. Yeah. But then the fact <laughs> that like you start a new clothing line yeah. and then where, where's the line of your in your head, you're like, oh, my relatives, my aunt, yeah. she, my cousins are going to get this, my boys, my blah, blah, and then you drop it. And then when they don't buy it or support it or share it or something, mm -hmm. it, I don't know, it does something to you inside yeah. and it, it's good for you. Yeah, I think even for me with music, um, I remember for a while, like when I first started posting music videos, um, just that like of my own music, mm -hmm. um, I used to get a lot of likes. You know, it might have not been a lot of views at the time, but you know, people would like my stuff and I'd be so excited because I used to always see a bunch of likes on YouTube and no dislikes. Mm -hmm. And then I remember one time, like, I had one dislike and I was, I was sick. I even had a comment. I had a bad comment. I was just like, man, why would they say that about me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But then you kind of develop this, like, skin and this just momentum that's like, you know, who cares what anybody says? You know, this is true to me or, you know, I just got to go harder. You know what I'm saying? Or anything, like, you can use that as fuel. And I think sometimes you're right. Like, it is good for your character. How do you deal with hate? I don't even see it. Or what advice would you give to someone that deals with haters? Um, I just think, like, I think in this life, I think I realize, especially, you know, it might be local. I think everything is kind of local. Hate is maximized at a local level. But I feel like no matter what you do, if you're doing something good or you're doing something big, like, there's always going to be somebody else, like, oh, but he's not doing this, or I bet you he can't do this, or I bet you, like, especially on your rise, I feel like people are going to hate regardless, especially if you're trying to do something with your life. And I feel like you just can't look. You just can't, like, don't. You can pay attention to it, but just don't let it get to you. Because, I, I mean, I don't, I don't answer some people's calls. I don't respond to people sometimes. I just let it be right where it's at. Because mm -hmm. it's like if you take the time to worry about something else, it's like you're taking your eye off the go. So. That's how I feel about, like, I just don't take my eye off to go. Everything else, it doesn't matter. I had said in, like, a past blog, like, how to deal with haters. Mm -hmm. I said, picture you're on a, a train that's going from, like, New York to L.A. Mm -hmm. And the goal is just to get to the destination. And so let's say you're chugging along, you're chugging along, and then there's a hater. By even acknowledging them, going back and forth with them, you're stopping. Like, it's like you're pulling off the highway and then you're addressing the situation and then time is going by, time is going by. So now instead of getting to the destination in like three days or two days, it's an extra hour here, two hours there. But then if you keep stopping and stopping and stopping, like every time days. you get, it's a pit yeah. stop, pit stop, pit stop, pit stop. And um, yeah, I remember saying somewhere sometime about like, let's say tomorrow my to-do list is this, 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 mm -hmm. this, and this. Whether you talk a bunch of shit about me or not, mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing tomorrow regardless. Yeah. So whether I have 10,000 haters, one hater, five haters, like what is on my to-do list, my schedule is 
unbothered, yeah. unchanging yeah. based on hate. Yeah. And most of the time, I think your haters sometimes will be close to you. And I feel like um, most of the time you can turn haters into like believers, if that makes sense, too. Because um, I realize like even just doing the art space stuff or even just working on myself, just community based. I feel like lo- like locally, I've been more community based. And um, I feel like I used to hurt. I used to hear this stigma of me of like, oh, like, you know, Martin, like I've heard this before, which I, I don't I've never really agreed on it. But I've heard like, oh, Martin, like he's too ghetto or like, you know, or I just he acts in a way where I didn't expect him to act where like, you know, I don't really want to be around that type of stuff or or him or stuff like that. And I realized like, you know, this is coming from people who you know, are also on the rise and who also, you know, are maybe in like a, I would say like in a, in a business standpoint, like they want to do business with other companies and stuff like that. And I kind of just realized like, man, like we're in the same level. I've knew you, I've knew, you know, certain people I've known since I was young, like you've never said this to me ever. Uh And we've been in situations together where I feel like you, you probably should never say that about me. You know what I'm saying? And then it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like I just try not to let it get to me. Just move on, move forward. And, you know, those same people come back around where, you know, they, oh, I'm proud of you. I'm this, this, that. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to keep you at a distance because of what you said to me. But I knew this whole time I was right about myself. So uh-huh. that's why it didn't affect me. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy when you think about it because people just have this whole idea of you. And it's like, that's not even me. But you're going to spread the word as if it was, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. that goes into like how some of people not you bringing out their own insecurities yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. That we're so creatures of habit yeah. that in com in comfort mm-hmm. that it's easy for our brain to store like Martin as like is let's say it was a ghetto rapper. Yeah, ghetto rapper, and the, then the second that you're not ghetto rapper, it's like. What, what what are you doing this yeah. R space? You're the yeah. ghetto rapper, right? Yeah. Like my brain is uh yeah. having problems yeah. changing right now. What do what do you mean? Like no no no, I'm still this. Remember we went to yeah. fifth grade together. Yeah, you're that Martin. You're yeah. you're, you're not Desco Martin. Yeah. So I don't know. I think yeah, like you said, that that comes with it. Yeah, and I think it's just like, and even just like being called ghetto and all that stuff. It's like I don't shy away from where I'm from. I don't shy away from any of that. But I think like. As a man, I just don't ever want to be called ghetto and stuff like that because I feel like, you know, you develop and I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, whatever, even, you know, my songs or whatever I talk about, it's just like my own life that's true to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I feel like you really shouldn't be judged based on like the experiences that you go through. And I feel like, in a sense, you can call it whatever you want, but it's like, these are my true experience to myself. And it's like, when I come outside of that, where I'm not speaking on that, like I'm a very respectful person. You know what I'm saying? I think you're well seasoned. Appreciate you, you appreciate can fit it. you can fit in multiple. Yeah, appreciate it. Because you're intelligent and in, in, intellectual. Yeah. <laughs> but then you can also go to the hood and, yeah. you know, like Yeah, I try. Try to be. My mom always told me to be uh what she said? She used to tell me like to be uh to be able to adapt. Adapt. Like, yeah, when yeah. I was young, I used to go to like different schools and stuff. I used to always be like, man, I don't feel like I fit in. She was like, well, adapt. She was like, everywhere you go, you got to make sure, like, 
you know, like you can be able to talk to anybody. So. What environment do you feel the most comfortable in? And, and not even like, like it could be rooms. Um, or like it could be the gym or it could be a library or it could be around creative people or. Uh, well, first I would say um, location wise, I feel like my neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, like where you grew up? Yeah. Okay. So like to me, like a lot of people, like it's the same thing. Like a lot of people think like, you know, my area is kind of bad or it's a lot of like crackhead stuff like that. But it's, it's kind of like when you grow up around stuff, like you kind of know people, you learn people, you actually like meet the real them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's kind of like, you're just comfortable. A lot of people know me in my neighborhood. A lot of people respect me. A lot of people show love for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I even got neighbors, you know, I got neighbors I've known you know, that know my grandpa, you know what I'm saying, that live behind me. If somebody pulls up in my house, they'll call me and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, so it's kind of like I, I love, I feel most comfortable in community. And um, I think I also feel most comfortable in, yeah, creative spaces, but in creative spaces where people can, like, teach each other, where I can learn, where I can teach somebody else. Because uh-huh. I feel like if we all got different, like, perspectives, I feel like it'll it'll give us all a better, it'll round us all out, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. What environments are you the least comfortable in? Um, I would say, creative-wise, I would say, like, you'll probably never see me shooting a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get... Have you done one? Yeah, I've done one. Yeah, I get... I've I've done two, but I've only had to edit one video from one. That uh-huh. was, like, uh, one I did personally, but... Um, did I reach out to you to shoot mine? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's That's... That's a hell of a compliment, though. Yeah, I appreciate it. For, I appreciate it. In the most humble way for my taste and, like, yeah. the fact that I do that. Yeah. And, uh, like, I could reach out to anyone. Like, I specifically. Yeah. I was like, who who do I know that I would, ch- my once-in-a-lifetime mm-hmm. memory moment capture that day, who would it be? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I said. And I'm sorry, man, about that, too. <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was around uh, the time my, my homie Don died. He had passed away. He got killed. And he got killed by his best friend. Uh, but, like, I feel like I, I take death, um, you know, to not to go back to death um, topic, but I feel like sometimes I take death a little too hard, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, um, when he passed away, I kind of felt like, I didn't feel like it was my fault, but I felt like, I could have done more and a lot of other people could have done more to kind of like persuade him not to be around the people he was around Mm -hmm. because I know how intelligent he was and I know the dreams he had and I knew like where sometimes where we're at, it's just where we start at, you know what I'm saying? And it's not where we're going or it's not where we plan to be. And I feel like we still always talk about like our goals and like the same way me and you do. And he was just younger. Um, I think, I believe he was 18 or 19. Damn. Um, Yep. But, like, I used to go to his house, and, like, we used to talk about dreams, goals, and stuff like that, and then I used to go to his house and try to help him with his homework, like, on his computer, like, trying to graduate high school and, and stuff. So, um, it's just kind of frustrating, so I was dealing with that for a little while, too. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit me up, it was just, I had this anxiety thing. I still have it now. I've been trying to work on it, um, but I have this anxiety thing where it's, like, I can't be around too many people because I'm always just, like, waiting for something to happen or... Like, I just, I'm not comfortable enough to be around people I don't know. But if I'm around people I know and love, like, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. For me, I think environments that I hate yeah. would be, like, club, bar. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then environments where I thrive, I've noticed is like studio mm-hmm. or like camera in my hand. Yeah. Or something to do with cameras. Whether yeah. cameras are filming, camera in my hand, talking about cameras, mm-hmm. or in a studio space. Yeah. And um, I used to always try to think of like that as a negative. Like, oh, I need to be more blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. that's a bad thing. But then what I think about is like, if it was sports and let's say I was really good at getting rebounds, it's just like turn up the volume on that and just be like the best guy at getting rebounds. Mm-hmm. And so focus more on spend as much time in a studio, cameras, cameras on, talking to a camera, holding the camera as I possibly can. And so now I aim to like with building my schedule, fill it up with as much of that as I possibly can. So it's yeah. like, all right, yeah. Studios, one of my superpowers, cameras, content is one of my superpowers. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my schedule. Let's drop it there and there and there and there and there. Okay, that's going to be a good week. I'll be a happy person if I do that. And I'll be good at doing the things because yeah. I'm doing that. Now imagine if I scheduled a week and it was, we're going to go to the bar, we're going to go to yeah. the club, we're going to go to the club. <laughs> We'd be like, oh my God, let mm-hmm. me, how much can I pay to not live this, li- this week? <laughs> Yeah. How do you feel about um this is this super changes subject, but um, how do you feel about getting massages? I love it. How many have you feel like you've had? Over a hundred. Really? Yeah. yeah I like, just had my first one yesterday. What the fuck? Or was it yesterday? I think it was no Friday. No, it was yesterday, I think. Your first massage? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Holy shit. Yeah. You've been missing out. Or how are your thoughts? Elaborate. Uh, I don't know. I, well, because the anxiety thing. I can't, like, if... Like, relaxing and Yeah, you and know letting... how you have to put your face in the yeah. circle thing? Like, you don't know. You know, you're <laughs> you, like... You're, yeah. you're like... Yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, man, like, you know, I felt like I damn near had to hide the strap. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, no, I just feel like um, it was well needed. Uh-huh. I felt really, I felt really good afterwards. Um, but then I kind of thought, like, I don't know. I always think things deeper than what it is. Like, it felt really good. I needed it. My my back was hurting and stuff like that. But um, I was like, man, like, I'm glad I'm not accustomed to this, mm-hmm. in a sense. Because sometimes I think, like, I'm like, man, people get massages, like, every week. Or, like, I have a friend, he gets a massage, like, every couple of days. And I just don't ever want to feel comfortable, if that makes sense. Sometimes I think, like, Sometimes I think like um, this. This is just a different. This is me. You know, it might uh-huh. be weird to some people, but so like me, I grew up. So I'm just to tell you a story. I grew up. We didn't have cable in the house. Uh-huh. We didn't have internet in the house like that. Like I had to. I had to like. I had to set up. I had a laptop. I had to like get as close as I could to like the windows where my neighbor had some Wi-Fi where I can potentially like pull up a couple YouTube videos. And then if you pull them up and played them all the way through, they would save. So then you could just keep that window and you could take it anywhere in the house and still play the music. So I wanted to listen to music and stuff. But um, I feel like I would invite people over my house when I was in school and people would like just be eager to like come over my house because they thought I was cool or they thought like I had all this stuff and they would get there and they would be like, yo, like we let's watch something. We can't watch nothing. They would turn on TV and it'd be like, It'd be like, you know, the, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, oh, you don't have Wi-Fi or, or you don't have internet. 
And, you know, so most of the time they would leave by the end of the night. You know, they wouldn't want to stay a night. night yeah. yeah, but it felt good because it's like, I'm getting all this stuff done. Well, I felt like at the time, like, I'm I'm still being able to develop or grow. And I don't have, I don't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like just reverting back to, you know, the massages, like, you know, some people are getting massages, like, a lot, which is cool because some people can work like that. But I feel like with me, I have to be able to like pause on any like anything comfortable or anything that can make me like relax and stuff like that until my work is all the way through, if that makes sense. So I feel like to me, I feel like a massage, I treat it as like a celebration, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I don't want to all yeah, exactly I want to be able to deserve it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I was like, man, this feels so good. And I felt like at the time I needed it, it was like a deserving type of thing. But I was like, man, I'm glad I don't have this all the time because, you know, potentially I feel like I could get used to it. And then I could always want the congratulations of a massage. You know what I'm saying? I was, I had a similar thing. My birthday was like about two weeks ago-ish, a week and a half, something like that. And uh, it was the worst birthday of my life. Really? Yeah. How come? What happened? Just the deserving thing. Mm -hmm. It was kind of... Right now, the season that I'm in, I, I like what I've been using lately is the term season mm-hmm. to describe a time frame. Because a season, a season in weather is like three months out the year, right? But then a season in basketball, I think is like 82 mm-hmm. games. A season in baseball is however many games. And so it's whatever you want to make it. So I've been referring to like time frames as like, you know, this season that I'm in, and the season could be a week that I'm referring to, or it could be a year that I'm referring mm-hmm. to. It's, it's whatever I'm talking about but uh what are we talking about um deserving deserving yeah the season that i'm in right now is like okay new studio space there's a million things that need to get done um these websites are still like i have so much stuff that i need to do that it was like all of a sudden now it's your birthday and you're like "Ah." i was like "Ah, i haven't i don't feel proud Mm -hmm. i don't yeah and so I, i remember i posted something about like not proud at all where I am. I have a lot of work to do this year, period. But today's my birthday. <laughs> like, that was my birthday post. Like, <laughs> today I'm 35, far yeah. from proud. I have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was, it was, I laid in bed for a few hours. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it was the worst birthday I've ever had. And um, I just, I was telling my wife, I, I wish that it was weeks from then or months from then to where I could, like, feel more proud and mm-hmm. really celebrate it or take the day off to chill and stuff. But because I had removed work stuff from my schedule that day, but then I still had customers videos that needed to be done mm-hmm. that I was behind on. And yeah. it just really stre- a stress. Yeah. And it's like, hey, it's your birthday. Yeah. It's, it's like, like uh, you can't really enjoy it. Yeah, it didn't enjoy it up. at yeah. all, at all. And yeah, that, that was it. So it's like deserving it. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy that you got a massage though. Yeah, it felt good. <laughs> The lady uh stood on my back. Yeah. Yeah, did the whole thing. The next day I felt a little bruised though, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know like I was told like, oh, if it hurts, you should say like, you know, medium or or maybe like, oh, that hurts. Or just let them know. But I felt like my back sometimes is so messed up that I needed them to really yeah. like, you know, beat it down real quick. But um Yeah, it felt good, you know, next day. I mean, it felt good that night. The next day I was a little bruised, but today I feel good. That's good. Yeah. Or even like I did a lot of like housework the next day and um, like I'm good to go, you know? 
Uh-huh. So I feel like regenerated in a sense. Yeah. I don't think I'll go often, but I think I'll go when I need it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, last little topic of this. That's the recording. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy about this podcast. And um, I know that a lot of these episodes, we're kind of talking about a lot of different things. Yeah. But this is good for me. Like, yeah, me too. <laughs> even to reach out to you last night, like filming tomorrow, mm-hmm. question mark. Yeah, it was like kind of like a gym workout partner yeah. where we working out in the morning and then the person's like, yeah, then it's like, mm-hmm. okay. And, and like <laughs> you up till four in the morning. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you weren't doing the podcast with me and you had a solo podcast, mm-hmm. you stay up till four in the morning. You, you wouldn't be filming a podcast nah, at nine. Nah. You know? Filming at like six. <laughs> yeah, 6 p.m. Yeah, or 6 p.m. maybe not even doing it because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm up, I don't do have time. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it another time. And that's how I am too. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that like commitment. And I think that, uh, I was thinking about this on the way here, is like, it don't matter what it is that you're committed to, mm-hmm. but I think being committed to anything, something, helps you outside of that specific commitment, like your entire life. Yeah. So even if it's, hey, I'm committed to my diet right now mm-hmm. or my health, all of a sudden now your work life, your relationships, your everything else is improving mm-hmm. because of this commitment to this one thing. Yeah. And so I think if anyone out there is interested in starting a podcast, I'd highly recommend it yeah. because it's a great way to improve like your social skills, improve kind of like taking your thoughts into words and then saying them and having a conversation with someone. And then it's good for your confidence because you're able to see yourself on camera. Mm -hmm. You're able to hear yourself. And um, yes, it's an all around thing that allows you to grow in multiple areas at once. And it's giving yourself content and it's allowing other people to connect with you from anywhere in the world because you're, you're sharing this. Yeah. With the world, and so it's not like you're just being a, a resource where, if you're looking to tie a tie, here's how to do it, <laughs> yeah. and then they don't care about you. It's just like the Watch resource. This video yeah. on how to tie a tie. Yeah. With this, it's 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 you. You know, mm-hmm. like the people that are listening to this or watching this, they're invested in us, and yeah. we greatly appreciate it. And it it helps us. Like I said, we're committed to this, and then so now it helps with commitment to other things in our life. Yeah. But I was just thinking about how all that like intertwines together, sp- simply from committing to doing a podcast every yeah, week. Yeah, no, for sure. And it helps you get stuff off your chest. Mm-hmm. I feel like too. It's like therapy. Yeah, for real. And I feel like um, that's one thing I appreciate about you as well. I feel like is um, communication. Um, I think I realized like sometimes you have these group of friends, or sometimes you work with people that think they're so busy that they can't communicate properly just mm-hmm. like either stuff you guys got going on or like i'll text somebody about something like at 9 a.m i'll text them um the, the night before or two days before and i won't get a text till like 30 minutes before 9 a.m you know what i'm saying uh-huh. and i just realized like with you it's just kind of like you realize with people that you're doing stuff with if they also think it's important or they also enjoy it, like they're going to respond right back to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I like working with you because it is like, you reached out to me like, Oh, we shooting tomorrow. And it's like, I already know we're shooting tomorrow, but just the fact that you reached out, that felt good. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's like, yeah, hell yeah, we are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. And then there we go. That's episode four. Episode four. Something in the water podcast. Something in the water. Uh, quick question. If, if you're still 
tuned in after yeah. this long. Greatly yeah. appreciated. Uh, drop a comment if you're watching on YouTube and just say real one. Because if you're still watching you're this a real part, one. you're a real yeah. one. And we have a question. What product? So we still don't have a logo yet. Mm -hmm. So this also shows people out there, if you have an idea in your head to do just something, do just start. Yeah. Because you can always change the name later. You can mm -hmm. get the logo made or, you know, have a crappy logo for episode one or ep we're on episode four. We don't have a logo. No. Right now we're filming episode four and we haven't released any of them yet. So yeah. it's like just start. And um, but yeah, the question is, I would like to come out with some sort of product. Right. Yeah. My first idea was a hat. Mine's got this really cool uh, like Tropicana hat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a trucker orange hat. I like that a lot. Yeah. And so I was picturing a hat like that with something in the water. Yeah. So that's one idea. And then the other one today was, you know, like the water. Yeah, something the, in the water. We all drink water every single day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then so to have a logo on like a shaker cup mm -hmm. or something like that, it, it just makes sense. But yeah, let us know what product you guys think we should do in the yeah. future. We'll think about anything. Even yeah. bath bombs, something in the water. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> something, in the, yeah. Um, but yeah, subscribe if you're tuned in on YouTube. Uh, leave us a review, please, and thank you on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, screenshot that you're listening or watching. Tag us on Instagram. I'm cracker underscore lack. I'm Desco Martin. And yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah.